Good Friday morning to you. Welcome to Brewers Briefing. I'm Brooks Brewer, and I'm just glad to have you with us for the program today. We're going to brief you on what's happening in the world of news. There's a lot going on. We're going to be talking with Senator Mullen also this morning, so you want to stay tuned for all of that. And we'd like to hear what you think about what's happening in the world. Get involved. Jump in here. 918-756-3646 is the number at the brew. You can uh, text or call. Love to have your opinions, okay? Good morning. Come on in, everybody. Come on and find your seat. And get you a big old drink of some sort. And get you breakfast, whatever you need to do. And jump on in here again. 918-756-3646. Text or call. Uh, one number does do it all here at The Brew. And we, we want to hear what you have to think. And you can just say good morning. Or you can send in your memes or your jokes or your pictures or whatever. That's the text line. You know how to work it. Bye, guys. Work it. Let's take a look at the weather forecast. See what we have. 72, partly cloudy. Not too bad out there on the front porch this morning. Going to be looking for 88 degrees today. Lots of sunshine and some heat. A 30% chance of showers overnight, 66. And tomorrow, looking pretty rainy. 70% chance of rain still in the forecast, 83 for the high. That rain will continue but fade as the evening goes on. 60% chance of rain overnight. Sunday, 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms, 85 Next week, let's look. Monday, sunshine and 88. Come on. Tuesday, sunshine and 88. Wednesday, 88, sunshine. And Thursday, sunny and 86. So we got some sunshine. Going to dry some stuff out. But we got a little bit of a rainy Saturday and maybe a cloudy, rainy Sunday, but not too bad on Sunday. But anyway, that's what it is. I have checked temperatures around the state. What is going on out there? 60s in the panhandle. And then we got 70s starting out there about Weatherford and Magnum down south. What I see was 74 in Hugo, 74 up in Tulsa. Is anybody beating 74? Anybody? 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 Oh, there's one. Cookson at 75. They win the prize for the hottest spot in the state today. 70s everywhere. So already warming up a lot this morning. Got a couple of texts coming in. What do we got? Good morning. Sunshine. Good morning, JP. Welcome to the program, sir. Look at you being on time today. Wow. Impressive. It is Friday. Bye, gosh. And what else we got? We got this. Hey, brew man. The world is in a swirl down the toilet. Only God can save us now. How did you know? <laughs> you've, been, you've been reading the news too? My gosh, I'm telling you, there is some, there is some uh, bad financial news out there i read a whole long article this morning over coffee on the porch with the missus and uh and we're going to talk to senator mullen today about the debt ceiling which the senate passed the house has passed it's going to be signed they're going to they're going to kick the can on down the road and we're going to we're going to hear this morning it's all about compromise you got to compromise when you're in politics and you got to give a little, and you know, and maybe that's the case. I don't know what I would do if I was up there, but you know, I'm telling you, we've got to take some, some tougher stances on spending. Okay. <laughs> we have got to, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's in a, it is in a spiral. You're right. Listener. We are in a downward financial freaking spiral down the toilet. And uh, let's see if I have that article. 
I, I was the one. Oh, here it is right here. So I was reading this this morning and this person. So I read this other article right here and listen to this statistic since 1800. If this thing will load, I'll go off memory since the year 1800. Is this the article? I'm looking. This doesn't look like the fucking article I was looking for. Okay, let me back up and punt. Let me go back. I'm going to find it. Wait, wait. No, no, no. There it is. No, go back. Go back. This one here. Okay, this is this is the article here. This is uh, this is interesting. Since the year 1800, where is it? I'm getting to it. Take your sip of coffee. Be patient. Where is that? Okay, I'm going to do... Oh, there it is right there. Okay. Since the year 1800, in 51 out of 52 cases where a country's debt-to-GDP ratio reached 130%, the country eventually defaulted. Okay? 51 out of 52. That's a big number. Since the year 1800. Okay? Quite a while back. The only exception is currently Japan who is frankly in the final stages of circling the drain of the toilet. Where is the USA right now? You ask, we were at 129% debt to GDP. Okay. Did you get all that? <laughs> 51 out of 52, when they hit 130%, they defaulted and they tanked. We're at 129 debt to GDP. This is uh it's a really great article. It's called onceinaspecies.com. And then it's uh, it's about market update. It's talking about Bitcoin at the very last and what you know what you can do about it. it, it just it's it's a real uh, it's a real good article because it's it's it it dumbs it down for people like me and and talks to me like I'm a fifth grader. So I like that and it's it's easy to read and it kind of explains the whole deal. And it's very Simple. They, they's like, you got revenue coming in, you got expenses going out. And when you're spending more than you're making, well, at some point, that catches up with you, right? We all know that as individuals and as families, you can't do that forever. You know, you get your credit card and you try to, you know, it, but it catches up at some point and it will put the bite on you. And that's what's happening. We have all this deficit and the deficit keeps being added to the national debt and it keeps growing and it's, you know, back in, 1980, well, it wasn't that big. And now it's $32 trillion, the the debt. And we're going to be paying more on the interest and we're paying on this principal and more than the GD, more than our defense. I mean, it, it's, it is unsustainable. That's the issue, okay? This cannot go on without the country going into the toilet. And, you know, we, we got away with it because we were the superpower forever, the, the super economic powerhouse of the world. And things have changed. I don't know if you noticed that. And uh, Joe Biden falling on his ass yesterday, on his ass, let me put that to get my button ready, is kind of a description of what's happening in America right now. It's 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 not good in the financial realm. There's lots of good going on. Don't get me wrong. But it's, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know uh, how they're going to get. This whole article talks about how, you know, the choices are coming out and basically you can raise taxes to get more money coming into the feds so they can pay for stuff. Every time they raise the taxes, they just spend it all. They don't 
take care of business. They spend it all on other stuff, and they then they they get these continuing resolutions, and they you know it's just one thing after the kicking again down the road. Blah blah blah. Let's see. We got a caller. Let's come. In. Let's just see who this might be. I have no idea. Let's see what we got here. Hi. Good morning. Thanks for calling the briefing. You're on the air. Are you there, caller? Hello. Is my machine not working? Are you there? Yes. Did, oh, did you want to talk to us on the radio? Yes, I want to let you know that we have a garage sale at ten nineteen. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, darling. Hey, sweetheart, uh, can you call back at nine o'clock during tradeo? Okay. That'd be great. Okay. Oh wait, goodbye. All right. <laughs> okay, I got I got I missed one little step this morning on getting these phones ready. Wouldn't you know? And of course, it did that to me. Okay, so hopefully now they're they'll come right in here to the system. Okay, because we got the senator calling in, and we got to make that thing work. Kidnapped. Okay, Tradio's at nine o'clock. By the way, Tradio with Trisha. Don't miss it. Buying, trading, selling, giving away, talking about garage sales. Okay. Um. Anyway, where were we? Anyway, it's financial stuff. It's it's a problem. It's not sustainable. We're going to find out what the senator's going to do about it. But anyway, that's what that's where we are. That's where we are right now. It's It's not good. Good morning, uh, Faye Roy. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Tricia. Good morning, Vicky. Thank y'all for for chiming in. Appreciate that. Good morning, right there. That's a nice little meme. Hope your day is good too. Thank you. Uh, okay, somebody reminded me of my Jordan Peterson article that I mentioned on Wednesday. God, what was it about again? <laughs> I'll see if I can find it. Oh man. Uh, JP says, I thought that was the way it worked. You spend more than you make. I know. Right. I mean, it's, uh, it's pretty easy to do for, for a minute and then it catches up to you and then it's not going to be good. So we, we have major, major, and, and the problem is nobody wants to address it. No politician can get up and go, well, I think I'm going to cut spending for my district. And <laughs> well, nobody's going to do that. No politician is willing to do it. And make it tough on the constituents in their part of the wood, you know, their part of the world. They're, they're, no, nobody's got the, nobody's going to do that. Politicians can do it. And so they do it through through inflation. Inflation is a way to raise taxes without it without calling it a tax. So as they print money to pay for all the stupid stuff, it causes inflation, which is a tax. Because it eats away at all, it, it, it devalues the dollar, Right. And, and anyway, it's a tax, whether you believe it or not, it is. And uh, Peterson and the Pope, was that it? That wasn't it, was it? I don't know. I'll see if I can find it. God, you people. I'll find it on a commercial break. I'll, I'll look for it, okay? Yeah, it was good. It was good. No, it was about transgender. It was, P- it was Peterson talking about the lady that had a trans kid and a pansexual kid. That's what it was. That's what it was right there. I don't know if we can find it or not. It's, it's deep in the archives now, but... We'll uh, we'll dig it out, okay? All right. So anyway, I can't read this entire article, but but it is good, and we're going to talk to the senator about that. See what he has to say about it, and it's uh, and this this article does go on to say at the very end of it, you can you you can you got two choices basically for what to do with your money: gold and Bitcoin. You know, you got to have hard money. That doesn't necessarily inflate and deflate. Now it does. Gold obviously goes up and down, and so does Bitcoin. But it's not fiat currency like we have in the dollar. And uh, so I don't know. Bitcoin was on a big run, and then it's kind of squashed and stopped. 
and leveled out. I don't know why, but I, I don't know all things yet. I'm still working on it. Bitcoin currently at 27,000. Needs to get to 100,000. Okay. Can y'all do something about that? Bud Light's still tanking. They're at $53. They were at $66 when we first did the whole Bud Light thing. Uh, 66 a share. <laughs> did I just laugh? It's 53.81 now. Oh, yes. Oh, and uh, speaking of stocks, Target has been, uh, where is that article? It's so glorious. Uh, it's in here. No, it's not in politics, so i got to get out of my politics. Target has been downgraded by J.P. Morgan because there's just too much. <laughs> well, they've lost. It's the, it's the longest losing streak for Target in 23 years. Okay, that's that's what it is. I'm going off memory. I don't know why it's not in my save. But anyway, it is the deal. J.P. Morgan has. Oh, it, it's it right there. Is that it? No, they have uh, they've downgraded them. Well, it's it's because they're stupid. They're satanic over there. And <laughs> Satan's going to lose. OK, so I hope you're not a shareholder on that deal. But they have been downgraded. And Elon Musk even weighed in and said that. Uh, they might see class action lawsuit by the shareholders uh, against the board for doing stupid stuff to cause their share prices to tank. So anyway, that's that's what's happening to Target. I hope they completely go out of business. I, mean, I know there's a lot of people work there, but they'll find other jobs. All right. You know, play stupid games and win stupid prizes. That's what happens. Right there. Okay, so what else do we have happening in the world of politics? We have this, a win for the Republicans and uh, Comer. And it's an article says, Comer wins. FBI relents, agrees to deliver subpoenaed memo alleging Biden bribery to Capitol. Christopher Ray was facing a potential contempt. And facing the brig, and he's he's uh, he's relented, he's acquiesced, capitulated to Congress. Good job. So supposedly he's going to bring this document over and let the uh, folks look at it. I think Monday. And supposedly it was a bribery scheme to change U.S. policy in return for five million dollars to family businesses. Lawmakers have said into the Bidens back in June of 2020. So uh, let's take a look at the document, okay? So that's good news. A big win for Republicans there and for the country. Awesomeness. I like that James Comer guy. Is it James? What is it? What's his first name? It's, it's something Comer. I get him mixed up with Comey. I think it's James Comer. Comey, Comey was the slime ball over at the FBI for a minute, but this guy's Comer is what his name is. Anyway, so he's doing a good job uh, up there for America. Anyway, good job. Good job. Excelente. Speaking of Biden's, did you see O to the M to the G that Hunter Biden? <laughs> okay, there's a website. It's called, let's go, it's Biden. Hang on. Let me spell that right. BidenLaptopMedia.com. You may not want to see it. This thing has uh, been getting so many uh, hits on it. It's 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 crashing the servers. Let me try that again. W W W Biden 
laptopmedia.com. Now it's it's down right now. So I got I got it this morning and it's down right now. It's just it's just overrun. And what this is is they they've released ten thousand photos of Hunter Biden off his laptop. Okay, now as you can imagine, it's it ain't good. There's pictures. I mean, he, he's just he's such a an out of control individual. Crack and women and children. And there's some pictures in there with him with small kids and in a, you know, it's, it's not good. It's not good. It's not good. And it's out there. They're putting it out there on the interwebs. And so I don't know what, how that'll go, you know, but it's out there and they're, and literally they, uh, they're crashing the server. So many people are trying to get to the website just to kind of see what's going on. And it's, uh, yeah, it's down right now. I can't even get in there. I called it early this morning just to see what it was. And it's, it, you know, it's, anyway, so that's out there too. So Biden Jr., little, little hunters in big, big day to big trouble. And then you got pops, you got pops who fell on his yesterday. Did you see that? He was walking. I mean, he's so confused and then he fell supposedly over a sandbag or something. I don't know why would they have a sandbag on stage? I don't know. And it's, you know, what do you say about that? I mean, people are on the on the ride, like, don't make fun of them, you know, it's sad. Okay. He couldn't get up on his own. He's 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 old, he's he's dementia, he's he's got mental, I mean he's physically he's not up for the job, you know. I mean, that's so clear. Can you imagine? If Trump acted like this and got up and forgot what he's all the time and shaking hands with the air and basically lost and tripping and falling. I mean, how many times now has he fell? He fell off his bike. He fell going up the stairs of the airplane. He fell on the stage yesterday. It's it's not looking good. But yet they want this guy to run again with no competitors. All right. They got Robert Kennedy F. Jr. out there, you know, wants to compete. Like, no, I'm not gonna talk to you. We're going with Biden because we can control him. So interesting. All right. All right. What else we've got? I don't know. You know, okay. So let's talk about Trump for just a second, shall we? Man, I don't know if I have time to talk about Trump. I'll tell you what, let's do. I got to play, play, play a commercial or two. We got Senator coming in and uh, we got, oh, we got local stuff too. I was going to talk to you about what's happening in Oak we got pretty much old Mogi on lockdown with this blue alert, with this uh, crazed maniac on the loose with a gun. I, I I did confirm with the sheriff this morning the blue alert is still in effect in Oak Mulgee area because this this wacko is uh, is out there with a gun. They, he shot uh, an officer in the leg yesterday, and so that's all happening among other things. Lots to talk about. We do have to take a break though. We'll come back and uh, we'll continue. Stay with us. Okay, it is what? It is 8.26 is our time. And I was um, working on the uh, the Peterson uh, deal right there. And he's on the Joe Rogan show, evidently talking about this deal. And uh, 
Let's see if I can get this out. And I apologize. If there's any bad cuss words in here, it's not my fault, okay? Let's see what he has to say here. See, if, this is not exactly where I wanted to go, but let's see what we got here. Thought mathematically right away. It's hang, like on, hang, 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 hang on. Go back. How do you get back? How do you, how do you start over? See, I want to get this to the beginning. Got to get this to the beginning. Oh. In seven, one is trans and the other is pansexual. And I just thought mathematically right away, it's like the chance you have a trans kid is one in 3,000. That's not a very high chance. And let's say the chance that you have a pansexual kid is the same. So the joint probability that you have a trans kid and a pansexual kid is one in nine million. The odds that you're a pathological narcissist sacrificing your own children to the glorification of your compassion is 8,999,999 to one. So, like, do you have a trans kid and a pansexual kid? Or are you a devouring mother? Well, you can look at the odds and decide for yourself. Whoa, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about right there. See, that guy just says what we all think, and he says it so much better than most of us can say it. And it's just so true, right? It's like, and I know we're, we're bouncing around all kinds of subjects here. <sighs> Apologize, but y'all wanted that, and I, I found it, and I wanted to play it for you before I lost it again. Maybe we'll get back onto the, the local thing too. He's talking, and I know it's the it's the lady from Disney. I, I know it is because I saw her do an interview once talking about she has these kids. This one was this this five and seven. One's pansexual, one's transsexual. He's like, and he breaks it all down. Like the odds of that are <laughs> at nine million to one. You know, so you're you're a, you're a devouring psycho narcissistic mother is what you are, and that's what. It's happening out there with a lot of these kids, and it's disgusting to see. And we talk about it all the time, but it's really what's happening. The parents are psycho, and and just keep saying it. You know, you want to affirm your kid, affirm them with what God created them to be. That's the answer. Okay, that's gender affirming. It makes total sense. It's not hard to figure out. This is not rocket appliance. Okay. God made them this way. God makes no mistakes. Bada boom, bada bang. That's what they are, and they need to be affirmed in it. Uh, can I get an amen in the back? Thank you. Pass the plate. That's what it is. It's, it's just simple. It's not hard at all to figure out. And uh, and thank you, Peterson, for doing it. Okay, so so I so we had the story, and I I, I, I tried to get the sheriff on this morning. To see if he had time, he said he didn't know if he had time to do this. But uh, yesterday, the uh, sheriff department called out to a burglary, and one guy went around the back. One guy went to the front. The guy came out the back, shot the guy in the leg, shot the officer in the leg, took off on foot, armed with an AK-47. His name is Christopher Alfred Harris. He's thirty-four year old. Uh, Looks like to me a black male, 5'9", 218 pounds, bald, and brown eyes. On the loose. If you see him, call 911. And so the schools, Okmulgee Schools, has canceled anything down at Harmon Field for protection of the kids. And uh, we're locking our doors at the radio station until further notice just to be safe. And a lot of businesses are doing the same, and, and probably rightfully so. So Tulsa's in on this. They brought their helicopter down. They're they're looking for this guy, and uh, so pretty pretty scary deal, right there. What's going on? So be be praying for the cops to find this dude and get him arrested and off the street. Not good, right there. Man alive, man alive.
Uh, okay, so Fayroy asking a question here. If a body intended to purchase a defensive mechanism, what would be your advice? A defensive mechanism? Are you talking about to defend yourself personally like a gun? Uh, is that the question or, or what? I, I, I'm assuming that's the question. I don't I would buy a, uh, a buy gun. <laughs> I have two pistols on my nightstand and then a whole host of rifles over in the corner just because I don't have anywhere to put them right now, but that's where they are. The ARs over there and so forth. I, one of the best home protection units is a, uh, is a sawed off shotgun, right? Like you can buy them little shotguns. Like they're small, about two, three feet long. They're not really sawed off. They're actually just real shotguns. You can, shotguns good. Cause it blasts a big, right? A big spray pattern. So you can, you can hit the target easy middle of the night. That's always good. I figure if you start blasting, even with your pistol going like a crazy man, unloading that sucker, they're going to either go down or run. I'm not going to stick around. So anyway, I don't know if that's your question, partner, but that's, uh, that's what I'm talking about right there. Okay. All right. There's me an amen on the text line. Got that. Woo-hoo-hoo. Got me an amen, man. We got some people dancing up in the church right there. Come on. That's good preaching. Oh, it is. What time is it? 8.32. So we got Senator coming in here in just a second. Um, what else do we have queued up for you? Let's see. So Trump, I don't know what Trump's doing. I think Trump's going to self-implode at some point. He's turning on a bunch of his friends. Now, Jenna Ellis is an attorney that fought for him during the impeachment trials. From what I can tell, she's pretty straight up. She's a looks like to me, a solid Christian. She's smart. And, and, uh, he's turned on her. And throwing her under the bus because she might have said something positive about Ron DeSantis at some point. And now he's turned on. You can't do that. And he's also, so she says, nobody cares if Trump now wants to pose as a practicing Cuomo sexual. Cuomo, like Andrew Cuomo. So that he's buddying up with Cuomo evidently and, you know, saying New York was in better shape than Florida during a pandemic and blah, blah, blah. So there's this Cuomo sexuality going on evidently. Um, but she goes on to say there's plenty of people who were deeply loyal to Trump and put up with a lot from him only to get no loyalty in return from him. So he's always talking about loyalty and Santa's wasn't loyal, blah, 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 blah. Well, evidently some people were loyal to him and he hasn't returned the favor. And Jenna Ellis would be one of those. And supposedly there's been an attack from him on Kaylee McEnany. Who's the sweet little blonde that was his press secretary and is now on Fox News all the time? And I didn't see the attack. Oh, here it is right here. Trump's cruel attack on Kaylee McEnany is the final straw. New York Post article. Okay, here it is. I was wondering what this was all about. What in the Sam Hill? Can we play this? I doubt it. It'll probably echo like a big time. Let's see if we can play it. Where's my noise? Oh, I gotta change this over here. See if I can make this work. Two points. This is in your state. That doesn't work, does it? <laughs> Golly dog. Anyway, so it says here in the article. Um, yeah, but done, but done. People loyalty from people have been loyal in turn. This brings me to Donald Trump. Earlier this week, 45th president sent out one of his trademark insults on Truth Social platform. Da 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 da. It was Kelly McEnany, his former White House press secretary. Kelly Kelly. He says, is it Kaylee? Kaylee, Mac- whatever it is. Kaylee Milk Toast McEnany just gave out the wrong poll numbers on Fox News, said Trump. I'm 34 points up on DeSanctimonious, not 25. While 25 is great, it's not 34, he went on. 
So he, he labeled her milk toast. Kaylee Milk Toast Meganani. Now, this gal was the best press secretary I've ever seen. I mean, she 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 defended Trump on I mean, Can you imagine for five seconds trying to be his press secretary with all the attacks and all the media in that room coming at you like a bunch of sharks? And she did day after day after day. So, anyway, she knew the number was corrected upwards by the group that did the poll. The rhinos and the globalists can have her. Fox News should only use real stars. Oh, he went on to say that, too. Let me read that again. I didn't realize that's what he said. She knew the number was corrected upwards by the group that did the poll. The rhinos and globalists can have her. Fox News should only put on real stars. Hmm. Well, <laughs> Mechanine's pretty popular, and she's she's pretty much got the goods, you know. And people kind of like her. I think Trump's going to he's going to. This is the problem with Trump, and this is the problem I've always had with Trump. He gets he gets sophomoric is what it is. This is completely sophomoric, stupid. Everybody that's not praising you as the king of the universe, you throw under the bus. It doesn't matter who they are or where, where they were in your, you know, entourage at some point in life. If they're not just worshiping you and licking your boots, you have to throw them under the bus. That's a mistake. That is stupid, in my opinion. And here's this McEnany who's just reading the poll deal, and he's just absolutely throwing her under the bus. He's doing the same with anybody that's not, you know, kissing his ass. And that's just... I hate that about the guy. He he could be so much better if he didn't do that, in my opinion. But he does it all the time. And I think it's classless. There is no class in in going after that gal right there and, and labeling her like that. And uh, I think it's absolutely stupid. I don't think it's political. How's that going to help you, man, coming against that gal? And it's, she's just one of the many. But he keeps doing that. He's going to run out of friends pretty quick. And I think that's just ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, okay, so what else do we have for you people? I've got to see. I don't want to get out of politics for a second. See what else we got happen. I, I saw a news report. Jamie Foxx, the actor, supposedly, according to people that are supposed to know, has been paralyzed and blinded due to the blood clot in his brain following a COVID-19 shot. According to a veteran Hollywood journalist, a story from the Gateway Pundit, you know, he, he hasn't been out and he, nobody knew what was going on. And Supposedly, he did not want to take the vaccination, but somebody above him said, you're going to do it. And so they did it. And so that seems to be the case, evidently. Uh, Greta Van Sustern is firing back at Fox. You know, she walked off the job here a while back. Now she says Fox has gone off the deep end. They just fired Laura Engel. I thought it was Laura Ingram, but it's not. Laura Engel, who is a great reporter, evidently at Fox, and uh, they fired her. And Greta is like, that is stupid. What's wrong with you people over there? But they did it anyway. And so there's that. And what else? 
else are we getting to? We're getting to that. And, oh, this is some story I saw yesterday as well. A child sentenced to life in prison for a family possessing a Bible. Like, you got to be kidding me right here. This is uh, evidently over North Korea report. This is uh, DCInquirer.com. New report of international religious freedom released by the U.S. Department of State has revealed that a horrifying oppression and persecution of Christians by the dictatorial government of North Korea has reached a new nightmarish level. The chilling report tells of an entire family, including a two-year-old child, sentenced to life imprisonment in prison camps for the crime of owning a holy Bible. You know, persecution for Christians is real, and it's it's real all over the world. We, we see some of it here, mostly in cultural-type stuff, not anything quite like that. But there is some massive persecution going on around the world. There's there's a lot of uh, murdering going on over in Africa. I think I saw the number of the day, 100,000 maybe Christians killed, and I can't remember which country it was, but... It's not good. Anyway, there is a senator calling in. Let's throw him on the phone lines and say good morning. Senator Mullen, how are you this morning, sir? Good. How are you doing? I'm excellent. Thanks for asking. You're right on time. Where are you calling from today? D.C. Oh, the swamp. <laughs> Great. Well, how's life in the swamp? Uh, well, it's a concrete jungle. Yeah, and that's pretty much the way it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, let's jump into it. You, you, we got the big uh, debt ceiling bill, the whatever it's called, the Save America Act. <laughs> you guys voted for yesterday. The House passed. Now it's going to the president's desk. Tell us a little bit about that and your your stance on it. Well, I, we voted for it, and, yep. and listen, it's not a perfect bill. Any 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 in any sort of imagination, it's not even close. But considering uh, the, the circumstances, I mean. Three people at the table, and we only had a third. In other words, we only had a third of the of representation there because Kevin McCarthy was the only Republican. You had to deal with Chuck Schumer. You had to deal with with uh, President Biden. And I think, honestly, the deal that we got is the best deal we Kevin could have possibly negotiated for us. Uh, now, if this bill was was in 2025, right? And we had um, uh, we had control of the House, and we had control of the Senate, and we had control of the White House. This would be a non-starter, but think about the conservative bill that we have knowing where we started from. You, you, the Democrats, they wanted to do it with a debt ceiling increase altogether. Like they didn't think it should even exist. There wasn't a, a place for it. They said that that's the old way to, to, to budget. I mean, of course, these are people that you can't spend enough money with, and they don't, they don't think debt's an issue because they pay all the taxpayer money anyways. And, and so you had Biden that said he's not negotiating. He wanted to clean debt ceiling and then you had the democrats saying they wanted to suspend debt ceiling increase vote altogether and just give the president a blank check that's where we started then they said that they will not negotiate whatsoever on on work requirements well guess what ended up happening we got the largest deficit cut in u.s history 2.1 trillion dollars we got work requirements that are actually enforceable uh now this is work requirements for welfare that's that's Right. That's what we yeah, work requirements for people that are on, on welfare programs. Okay. And uh, there was a slight work requirement that was in there, but the problem was is that the is that there was a workaround, and every uh, blue state did a workaround on it. What we were able to do is close that loophole completely. So now, if you're an able body individual with no disabilities and you have no dependents, 
you're required to work 20 hours a week, which is crazy to think that the Democrats wouldn't support that. Mm. I mean, you, there's no reason why you're not working if you're an able-bodied American without any dependents and and you're and you have no disabilities. Considering you get a disability for having a headache nowadays. So, yeah. hey, is, uh, hey Senator, is there that, anything in there about drug testing for for receiving benefits or not? Uh, that's state by state. Okay. So a lot of those are state requirements. And keep in mind that most, a lot of our states, unfortunately, have legalized marijuana in some form, including the great state of Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, some states. So, yeah. 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 And so that, that's a state by state. We, you also got to remember we cut $1.5 trillion or $1.5 uh, billion from the IRS that prevents them from hiring their army of uh, 87,000 IRS agents. Uh, that's that's a big win considering that was a staple to the Democrat Party. Uh, we were um, we were able to uh, to claw back four hundred billion dollars from COVID relief money that they were given to blue states and reappropriate that. So we we have some really solid good wins in this, but the bill's not perfect. It, but it's the best bill we could get underneath the circumstances. As I said, you know, you you got to play the cards that you're dealt. Now, Senator Langford opposed this bill, according to the Epic Times, saying it actually right. increases, not decreases federal spending. He went on to say, I get to the fine print and find out actually it increases spending 3.3% next year and the year after that another 1%. It actually does not decrease spending at all uh, while debating the bill on June 1st yesterday. That's what he had to say. Well, the Congressional Budget Office, um, which is what we score, is the Congressional Budget Office. That's how we score all of our bills. Um, it had a $2.1 trillion uh, a deficit reduction. So it, it depends on what math you want to look at. There's all types of funny math up here. And, I, I, and James is a financial hawk, and and, uh, and he's on financial services. And I just I, I thank the world of the guy. Right. Him and I had a conversation about it. And, and we looked at it a little bit different because he's looking at it as, as program per program. You got And year to year, what, right. the way the bill was set up is it's a 10-year uh, project, which is we do everything. All our budgets is, is uh, when you talk about spending bills, all of them are in 10 years. So the first couple of years, the reason why they say that it actually increases deficit spending, and I get this, is because eight, the 87,000 IRS agents was supposed to increase revenue. So the CBO at the same time said, since we're taking away money to to uh, uh, the enforcement or from the enforcement arm of the IRS, they say it's going to actually cost money for the first few years uh, because IRS agents aren't aren't out there uh, hounding our at our doorstep. Hmm. So that's where the increase comes from the first few years, and so there's just a difference between the way James and I look look at it. Huh. Wow. Okay. Well, <clears throat> that's interesting. So uh, you know wh what's senator going to have to happen i mean we, we are spending way more than we're bringing in and there's only a few ways to fix that you know you can spend less or you can raise taxes or you can inflate your way out of this with inflation to keep printing money but at most of the, and some of those are painful choices uh what's going to happen you know down the road because we do need to look down the road and not just you know for the next 12 months and, and stuff like that we have to uh, but the american people also have got to become disciplined you, you think statistically speaking 50 percent of every American out there is is a recipient of some type of of federal aid, and you go, well, that's not that's not accurate. Well, because not everybody's on Social Security and Medicaid and Medicare. That's true, but that's what people think about federal aids. But then you start thinking about uh, uh, SBA loans, USDA loans. Uh, you, you start thinking uh, uh, about uh, all the grant programs from our fire department and our police department, our schools. 
And so there's a lot of federal money out there that people don't realize is getting pumped into our, our, our economy. And a tune of about 40% of every dollar that's being spent is some type of, of redirected federal funding. And so for us just to pull that out of the economy all at once would put us into a hard recession. So what we are saying is that let's peel it back. And this bill says over six years, we're going to peel that back and get to the point to where we're living off of our own dollars. We're not reliant on on the federal government to, to put false money or to recirculate false money back into the economy. And 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 hopefully, if we do that, hopefully we'll begin to, 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 to start balancing our budget because we have to do it. There's no question, no argument about that. But you don't want to you don't want to run or, and wreck our economy by doing it all at well, once. Well, no, and I don't think anybody's suggesting they're necessarily doing it all at once. Like you said, that would that'd be too too tough. But nobody's been willing to do it, you know, even incrementally. We all talk about it. And we kick the can down the road. Nobody's willing to say to their district, and you know, nobody, no politicians have done it. They they just can't seem to say, hey, it's going to be tough. Tighten your tighten your belt because these, these funds are stopping or slowing down or whatever. Well, you know, the way the way that I look at spending, the spending has to happen. And and when I got in business, 20, you know, 26 years ago, I inherited a tremendous amount of debt and I still had to pay the bills, but I still had to make the company grow. And so what I chose to focus on is I, I spent money only on things I had to have, not things I wanted to do. And then I put all my extra money on paying the debt off. And what we have to do is redirect our thinking. What is it that we have to do? What is it that the, the core of central um, uh, um, focus of the federal government should be on? One, we should we, we have to have the strongest and baddest and most advanced uh, military in the world because I truly believe in peace through strength. It can be a deterrent for major wars right. moving forward. Yep. We also have to have a very, very strong infrastructure. Because we're never going to have the cheapest labor, but we've got to be able to move products from point A to point B in a more efficient and more effective manner than everybody else. Right. And then we need to have a limited size government, and we need to push regulations back to the, back to the state. Uh, President Trump agreed with all that. And underneath President Trump, we were trying to do that. Because if you want the dollar to go farther, you still have these programs. You still have the need for our rural fire department. You still have the need to fund our, our rural police departments. But you take that out of the federal government and you let the states keep more of their money. And so you decrease the in, you decrease the amount of money that's going into the federal government and you increase the money that stays in the state. And that way they're not more they're not as relying on watching D.C. Right. OK, sounds good. Go get that done. OK, all right, we'll be back here waiting. Let, let us know how it goes. Right. OK, <laughs> I, I got it all handled. Don't worry about it. Uh, good. It good. OK, besides that, uh, <laughs> besides the debt deal, anything else you're working on big time up there or on your plate? You know, we're, we're really focused on the NDA, which is the National Defense Authorization Act. Keep in mind, Oklahoma is blessed to have five major bases between Vance Air Force Base and Enid, Altus Air Force Base, obviously in Altus. Uh, Fort Sill, which is in Lawton, mm -hmm. Tinker Air Force Base, and uh, and McAllister Ammunition, or what I call Munition Depot, but Ammunition Depot. Um, and so that's important for us to make sure that we're meeting the needs out of those five major establishments, that we're meeting the needs for the future of, of defense moving forward, because it has such a, a large economic impact. Fortunately, I sat on the Committee for Modernization of our Armed Services, and obviously the armed services as a whole, the Senate Armed Services Committee. So those are our major focuses right now. Other than constantly poking Bernie Sanders, a socialist, that's the chair over 
health, education, labor, and pension. I, I can't stand that guy, and unfortunately, I have to deal with him almost every day. I'm in Washington, D.C. What are some of those committees you're on like that? You mentioned the major committees. Well, Senate Armed Services is what we call SASC. I'm on, that's, that's one committee. Um, I'm on uh, uh, HELP, which is Health, Education, Labor, and Pension, which touches every American in the United States, and, and they put a socialist as Bernie Sanders as the chair of that. Mm, Literally, gosh, he's nice. over all your health, your education our, of our kids, the labor, and your retirement. I mean, what a you put us. Uh, that's the Democrats up here in Washington D.C. Put yeah. that guy in charge of that. Yeah, and it's socialist. And then I'm, great. Uh, yeah, and then I'm on EPW with it, which is Environment Public Works, uh, which basically any project that has to be done inside uh, Oklahoma or federally around the, around the country, it's got to come through EPW because of the environmental impact and the public works aspect of it. And, uh, and then I said on, um, uh, oversight for native American affairs. Okay. Right. I knew there was something to do with that. Okay. Well, I, I knew there was a bunch of them. I couldn't remember what they all were. And I get asked once in a while. And so I wanted to get the, get the run down there. So. Right. Well, Senator. The acronym for it is called sissy. Oh, really? <laughs> all <Yeah>. those committees? <laughs> Well, no, no, well, for the for the Native American committee, yes. Oh, <clears throat> we're going to keep that between us. I won't tell anybody about that. Okay. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Your family good? They are. Uh, they still love me. My wife's starting to get impatient with me because being in the Senate requires a lot more time in uh, in DC. Uh, but she, but, you know, they they're doing great. I got one one boy up at Oklahoma State wrestling. The other one at uh, University of Oklahoma wrestling. And, I've got four at home still, so I, wow. I hate that I lost two of my kids this year to, to college, but as, uh, as much as I hate to see them grow up, I'm excited for them. Yeah, it's good. That's good stuff. Well, you're a busy guy. Man, alive. I'm going to let you go because I know you got you got the right, country you, to do, a fix, and then you got the family to keep running, all right? so Yes, sir. Hey, thanks a all bunch, right, thank and uh, keep up the good uh, work, sir. Thank you. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. That is Senator Mark Wayne Mullen right there here on The Brew. Quick break. We're coming right back. Fifty-four is our time. Six minutes left, and we got to wrap it up. Send it over to Tricia on Radio on this Friday. Well, what do you think about all that? Is that you? They going to save uh, save the country? Uh, you know, it's, I'm telling you, you get them on the horn, and it seems to all kind of make sense. It's like, well, okay, yeah, I get it, I guess. Because I'm out here, you know, mad because they passed it. I this is stupid. And then you talk to them, it's like, well, well, I get it, okay. I don't know if it's going to save America or not, but <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Anyway, I said uh, thank you for that totally awesome interview. Thanks for that kind word right there. I, uh, I, I was supposed to have Senator Lankford on yesterday, and I w- was going to record him for today's show, and uh, there's a chance I forgot about that. And then when, they, when, when he called and I saw his number, I was like, oh, doo-doo. The senator, I had an interview this morning, so I ran in here, and and I said, "God, give me two minutes. I get the computer going, and wouldn't you know, my stupid computer was in the middle of an update, and I, so I missed. They said, "Well, he's going on live TV in five minutes. Sorry, we'll have to reschedule." I don't think they were very happy about it. They, I kind of got the sense that mm, maybe not too happy about it. Anyway, so. We'll get him on. We'll get him back in there. By gosh, I felt bad about it, but I'm over it. You know what I mean? 
Well, this is June. This is supposed to be my month because my birthday's in June and also Father's Day. So I love June. But the homos have taken over the month and uh, the U.S. Department of Education is, is on board with all this. And they've sent out a tweet. Everyone in school, in the school community should feel valued for who they are and free to be their authentic self. Our message to LGBTQI plus students, teachers, and staff as we begin hashtag Pride Month, ED has got your back. I don't know if that's ED erectile dysfunction has got your back or education department. I'm guessing that's education department. Anyway, Brett Weinstein tweeted this out. He said, having pride in who you are and urgently needing medical intervention to become something you are not are opposites. Exactly. And it's interesting, the wording that they choose, is it not like they, these people, you should feel valued for who you are and free to be your authentic self. And that's what my point was earlier. Your authentic self is who God created you to be authentically in the beginning, perfectly, authentically. That's authentic, not who you pretend to be. See, that's inauthentic. That's pretend world. That's pretend life. You know, you were born a boy and you want to be a girl. That's not authentic. Even if you say it is, you can't go, well, my, my inner self, I feel like a woman. Well, okay. Doesn't make it real. It's not, it's not, it doesn't make it authentic just because you think that. Okay. Sorry. You're just getting caught up in this cultural uh, thing that's going on in the West. And it's sad. But, and, and, and there's hope for you. And anyway, so it's, it's so backwards. It's, it's, that's the, it's a satanic perversion, man. It's twisted. And we need to be promoting people's authenticness, which is how God made you. Amen. And amen. Twitter. Speaking of that, uh, there's this movie called what is a woman? Matt Walsh, uh, put this movie together with daily wire. And Twitter was going to ban it. They were not going to allow it to be shown on Twitter. And then all hell broke loose. And everybody was like, oh, Elon, you got to fix this. And so he allowed it to be shown on Twitter because he's got some new CEO. She's totally woke uh, Satanist from the WEF. Anyway, they did allow it to be seen. So if you have Twitter, I want to go watch this. I've never seen the whole thing. It's called What is a Woman? And it's now streaming on, uh, it's out there on Twitter. It's free to watch. And it is, uh, it's phenomenal. But they, they were going to shut it down, not allow it, but they, they got some pushback, and so they, they relented. So much more, but we are running out of time. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, it is it's over. The program is over. We're going to the uh, to the radio. We're going to put this out in the podcast world, Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and others. If you want to ever go back or you miss the show, it's going to be out there for you. And we also try to put them on, on the websites, too. I try to do that. The website, listentothebrew.com. The radio list is over there. Updated it this morning. You're welcome, and you guys have a fantastic weekend. I appreciate you tuning in here to the the brew a lot. You guys are awesome, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye.